here at User Words Podcast, none of us are knowingly foolish. Okay, troll. Yeah, we, we have house. thousands of years of architecture we can go uh, over. Would here. you build your house on rock or sand? Knowing Brewer, sand because it's cheaper. Oh! <laughs> of course, <laughs> sand. <laughs> and the best part about that is that was not edited to make it sound like he said, of course, Sam. That is the best part about the whole thing. I'm sorry. I'm sitting here laughing just on Aaron's voice. I, it I, chimed in so perfect. I hate listening to my voice. We all hate listening Ugh. to our own voices. It's but so we're so glad that you like listening to our voice. So thank you to another episode of uh, coming to another episode of User Words Podcast. I can not speak English today, apparently, but that is okay. I am joined once again with Josh Brewer and Aaron Johnson. And yeah. look, I used his right name that time. I didn't call him Josh <laughs> Westplate. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> it's, it's because of the cakes you just ate. Yes, the birthday cakes, cakes. to celebrate mine birthday and Aaron's cakes. birthday. And also because I realized um, while we were at Quick Trip, I was like, I took my meds today and I haven't eaten anything. That could be very bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I was like, I need some sugar in me because I was feeling very uh, lightheaded. And very dizzy, which means if I didn't eat anything, you guys would have been like, oh, we need sugar fast. <laughs> um, and that wouldn't have been fun. Josh, in that point, would have been the one I will trust with my life at the point. I would have grabbed the stick and go, Paul, hey, Paul, I'm poking you. Paul, sure? wake your, up. Your Aaron. poor mother. If she ever has a diabetic thing, you're just going to poke her with a stick as well. Huh? <laughs> well, that's what I do with Aaron. Well, yeah, you have to do that with Aaron, especially what? the day after his birthday when he was having uh, drinks with certain people. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. I think I only had five drinks that day. Only five drinks. Good. Aaron, I'm going to judge you for that now. Or is that the only five you can remember? Is it because I'm a bad Christian? You wouldn't say that again without that. your mouth full. <laughs> is it because I'm a bad Christian? Well, de define bad Christian first off. That's the first thing. Uh, not the one thing. Not the one thing. Wow. Wow. Your definitions are so great. So I ask every yeah. month, like I do, I ask, okay, what are some ideas and that? And I, I, I try to save my ideas for later on. So that way I'm not influencing you guys on things. I want you guys to come up with things yeah. naturally and organically and be like, this is what I want to talk about. This is this. And then if you guys are like, I got nothing. Then I go, okay, here's my list of things I have been contemplating on. Because I am always contemplating and thinking on things and pondering uh, life's greatest mysteries, such as why is blue such a better card than red? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, that was an example. It, obviously, blue and red are not better colors than one another. And we have Josh over here playing with something. I have no idea what he's doing. Orange is the best color. I saw an orange and black pickup the other day. Anyway, so I, I get these ideas from Johnson. And I was impressed this month, sir. You were? Yes. Uh -oh. By some of the ideas you uh, want to cover. And then I was thinking, huh, I wonder if Johnson really knows what can of worms he opened himself up with. I don't. <laughs> don't forget. I, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oop. yeah. I don't. <laughs> um, so Johnson sent over a bunch of ideas and he's like, oh, we can combine some of them, blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay. <laughs> so, mistakes were made. <laughs> yes, mistakes were made. So on this one, uh, so Johnson sent over, well, we could talk about judging and judgment and bad Christians. And Yay. my immediate question, my first question was, bad Christians, the podcast or bad Christians as in mm. 
bad Christian, not the podcast, like not the group, people. as in people. And he's like, as in people, people. Not, 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 not the podcast. <laughs> I was like, okay, good. That makes life easier for everyone involved <laughs> because then we're not going against a conglomerate of stuff because they're their own podcast network. They are a band. They, yeah, they have run their own conference. Yeah. <laughs> be a big fight <laughs> we're, we're not going against a conglomerate and i was like Whoo. and i was also like that's good on aaron's side because then he's not going against a band yeah if his own band ever decides to try to do something gotta they, support band they, they don't have ammo to come out and snap at them and no. get, 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 <laughs> get them canceled we'd get wrecked <laughs> a band on a band off one band, band off. two bands enter one band leaves oh shoot we have a lot of practice to do. Voted on by the public <laughs> that attends the concert. Yeah. So anyways. I'm not going to win. <laughs> judgment, judging, bad Christians. Where do YouTube want to even start with this one? Because there's a lot there to cover. And I have a feeling if I start, you two aren't going to talk. So I want Uh-oh. you two to <laughs> kind of. So I, I'm not saying you have to start everything. But no. what what portion? And maybe, Johnson, if you want to even share some of the thoughts that got you onto these um, to it onto these things what have you been pondering and meandering over in your head well it, mainly i'll started listening to another podcast um the one with matt and tim in it the holy ghost notes. holy ghost notes okay yeah and they had an episode with um this guy named adam who is a drummer and stuff like that and so I mean, so one thing that obviously they they talk about is drum stuff and whatnot, and uh, then they'll get into like a faith topic or discussion at some point in the podcast too, right. the second half. And uh, as Adam isn't big, I guess in the whole like the faith thing, and it brought up uh, like a story. Well, I'm not I would. <laughs> It's not, I guess it's not a story because it actually happened. But Well, no, it, it is a story because it's, 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 you're recounting what actually happened. It is a story. Okay. Somebody somebody was saying, like, it's not a story if it actually happened. I'm like, what? Anywho. Uh, they're just being pandant. Uh, not pandant. Pandantic. Wow. <laughs> they're just being stupid. Yes. And it, 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 they're trying to be all hoity-toity. They don't need to be. Okay. Whew. So then, yeah, there's a, there's a time <clears throat> where Matt had invited Adam to a Bible study. Okay. And at the end, and I don't know how many years ago or how long ago this was, but at the end, wanted to get like feedback from everyone. And <laughs> Adam, his question was, um, wh- well, this, ah, this is where I also can combine into another, I, assuming we do this uh, topic later, um, but the heaven topic. Yeah, that is um, on the docket. Oh, okay. That's yeah, it's still in there. Um Con. He was saying he he wouldn't want to go to heaven because of the people that he thinks would be there. Being the super uppity judgmental people that call themselves Christians and stuff like that that are just really good at shaming people and are just super religious about things. And yeah. So I was like, man, hmm. I feel like It's hard to, I guess, draw a line because then there's a story uh, that Matt had shared where he and 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 he was 
out with a bandmate and we were on a tour and some like young dirt like guy asked if they could spot him get him some cigs or whatever right <laughs> and matt he's like why he's like we're christians we wouldn't do that kind of thing and then just kept walking <laughs> <laughs> and like at matt at the time well matt like reflecting back on it is like man that's terrible <laughs> and i was like I was like, yeah, to say it like that is definitely probably a very big turnoff and makes Christians look like jerks. Right. Um, but then I try to think of like, what do you do in that situation? I guess. I guess I wouldn't say you wouldn't do it because you're a Christian. Because that's, I don't know. If that's his reason, though, I guess it's good that he said that. Um, because then the other member, Jake, was like, really he's like wow he that like that whole mentality like super like judgmental kind of mindset really threw jake in for like a surprise he's like didn't feel like that was okay which i don't think it is but then matt was going on to say about how well if he were to redo it now he said i would probably have bought him one got myself a cigarette (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> cut myself a cigarette and smoked one with him, even though I don't smoke. And I was like, would that have been the right thing to do? I don't know. I guess I've never been in that situation. So if it didn't come through on audio, what happened is while Aaron was talking, being serious, Josh is over here slurping his drink. And now opening up a new one. But he did that one rather. You could just leave the cap off. Yeah, he, he did that one well. But that's that's why Aaron um had a little break in his voice over yeah. my death <laughs> glare over to Josh as he did that. He went from looking out where I called him out to slurping his drink in revenge. Yeah. So I I guess I don't know, it's just got me thinking like makes me be more cautious like with what I'm looking at when going to church and stuff like that through just the people I interact with. Because um, mm-hmm. I feel like there's been times where in the Christian community, like I've had some people where they have didn't go to a Bible study thing and did something else. And they've kind of almost been come after a little bit. It seems at least what it sounded like in a bit of a harsh way. Right. Where it's like, why that doesn't make sense well i mean i guess it makes sense but it's like not a good thing right no i get what you're saying so i don't know i just (laughs) gosh i just feel like i'm just gonna quote a bunch of other people from other podcasts but going on jake he had mentioned that like you know his how he said it was like his real real wow i can't i can't talk religiosity Right. Gets in the way of people experiencing like God's affection for them because we just put our own things into it and screw it up. And we get too caught up in the religious aspects of things at times. I'm like, yeah. I'm trying to think of how much that happened and how much damage we can actually do as people. (laughs) It's okay, John. So, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so that's, that's just what's got my mind that, going That's what kind of that got part. your 
oh, on the judgment, judgmental thing? Is it, yeah. What, what kind of got your mind going on the bad Christian thing? Well, I guess that's, I mean, we're, or was totally it all kind of dis- tied together? In a sense, yeah. Like we're, how we display, I guess, Christ and God at times, I mean, we're terrible at it and we look bad. Oh, and then, but there's a point for the whole judgmental part. It's like, you don't want to just judge people, but then there's a point where you have to make certain calls at certain times for things. Like you can't, uh, I don't know how to say this. Like obviously there's right and wrong with things. Mm-hmm. So it's how you, I guess it's just how you go about certain, like, I guess like for my birthday yesterday, like some friends could have just gone and drank a lot and gotten drunk and stuff like that. And like, oh, come on, have shots. And it's your birthday. Get, no, keep drinking, whatever. Yes. But it's like, (laughs) go on. (laughs) That was, did you say swasted? Why? Yes. Yes, I did. Cause I was like, this. I, I thought so. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm not going to say why I was thinking, but go on. <laughs> and, but so it's like, okay. I mean, do you be that, you know, I guess, well, that's not judging, I guess. But it's like for me myself, I'm not going to sit there and like get drunk and party it up because that's not something I should do as far as I believe as being a Christian. We're not supposed to get drunk and get Wasted and stuff like that. So am I being a judgy jerk about it by not doing that and saying no? <sighs> but there's a point, place and time and a place where you've got to make certain calls like that. But oh. then I don't want to be looked at as like, oh, you're just one of those judgmental guys that doesn't like to have fun. No, it's just like, eh. All right. You unpacked a lot here, actually. I know, and right. I hate it. What, right. Now, I don't know if you noticed, I was taking notes this entire time. I, yeah, I see you. So I could take uh, talking point notes here. Thank you. Oh, trust me. You might not be thanking me later. <laughs> so before, though, I start directing this a little bit more. Thank you. Brewer. Uh-oh. We're going over a brewer here. Uh, head butting the mic and slurping aside. <laughs> I'm assuming you kind of paid attention to what he was saying. Yes. Mm-hmm. What are your no. what What are your thoughts about the idea around judging, judgment, uh, judgmental Christians, uh, bad Christians, etc.? I want to hear your thoughts first before I start maybe trying to laser in some of these things. I I, I like that people will label. Um, it's like as soon as you're you say you're a Christian. Society has this mixed up idea that you are claiming to be. A lot of people that I've met have referred to Christianity as a cult. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people that I've met also have this idea that, you know, Christians think they're higher than everybody else. We think that, uh, you know, we don't do anything wrong. Um, I think you have kind of two, two, two sides to the coin here. You have people who don't fully understand why real Christians do what they do, believe what they believe, and you have Christians who are a part of it just to be a part of something bigger, you know, just to be able to go to church and be with people and socialize or be able to say, oh, I'm a Christian. So you have people who believe that Christians think that they're these people who don't do anything wrong, live these perfect lives, and you have Christians who believe that that's exactly what they need to do. You, you, they sit there and it's all about image. Um, so when you have these two mindsets, I mean, each of us in the room, yeah, all three of us, we know that we're taught and we're told 
who love the sin or hate the sin, either for the person, but not for their choice. So if somebody wants to sit there and uh, smoke, a, smoke a cigarette, we don't have to smoke a cigarette, but we can be next to them. Now, one can easily take this off into a tangent and go, well, you're technically smoking. He smokes. And you're realistically, you're... Anyways, we don't have to partake in an act that we don't agree with. But we also don't have to shun that person down and make them feel like what they're doing is wrong. Because in their eyes, it's right. Their eyes, they, they can justify puffing on a cigarette. In their eyes, they can justify looking at pornography. In their eyes, they can justify getting drunk. Mm-hmm. You know, because they haven't seen things a different way or they have seen something a different way. They just choose not to believe it or think it's true. So for Christians to sit there and, well, what was it? If someone's not a Christian, Christians aren't supposed to judge them. They're not supposed to hold them accountable because there's nothing that they are claiming themselves to be for. So therefore, how can we hold them accountable to something if they haven't claimed and publicly proclaimed what they're for? Like if... You sit there and go, I'm an American citizen, and then you're selling secrets to Korea, North Korea. Well, you're not an American citizen at that point. We should hold you accountable for that. But if you're not claiming to be an American citizen and you're selling secrets to North Korea, then at that point, can we really hold them accountable? Not really. Can we jail for selling secrets? Yeah. But, you know, in a sense, you really can't hold somebody accountable because they're not aligning themselves with something, they're not pledging themselves for something. So as Christians, how is it right for us to sit there and judge someone's behavior when they don't even acknowledge the Lord exists? At that point, that's where we are seen as bad Christians. We're seen as people who are judging, who are hypocritical. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's just—I think it's more of a mindset because you have people that are very understanding, you know, of religions, and they see that they understand that people who are part of a religion tend to think of themselves a little higher, but also think of themselves higher because there is a different calling than what most people do and don't see. Mm-hmm. Um, so they understand that these people will see things as being bad for your health or for your mental state, physical state. So, and then you have people who just don't plain care and, you know, it's just like, well, okay, you tell me I'm doing what's wrong is wrong. I don't care about that. And then you have also people who sit there and take it to the extreme. Like, oh, you can't tell me what to do. I have freedom of speech. I have freedom of this and this and this. Actually, really, you don't have that freedom. You've been given that freedom. But anyways, a real Christian knows that we're supposed to love the sinner, hate the sin, and we can't judge someone who don't acknowledge Christ to begin with. And we don't have to shun them. We don't. If someone sits there and is like, oh, I'm going to go to the strip club. You want to come with? Ah, nah, man. I- it's just not my thing. As Aaron's over here giving a thumbs up, saying, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I will not do that. So that... It scares me too much, and regardless. So that's, that's, that's where it's like, do you have to <laughs> sit there and like what Aaron was saying is, oh, no, I don't smoke, man. That's against my... I mean, you can say it that way, but you also don't have to be... I think what a lot of people forget is there's a way of saying something that conveys stuff. And I think a lot of people are starting to pull that apart. And I also think that has to do with technology because technology, um, we put so much emotion into reading and sending that we can't properly communicate actual emotion over texts and uh, instant messaging and stuff like that. Well, to be fair, just sending, trying to convey any sort of emotion, 
is not good. It is hard over a text-based system. Because emotion mm. is... Well, a lot of the emotion, that, like, when we're see, here interacting one-on-one, right, that emotion might be in the fuck, how I inflect my words, the micro movements on my faces, how I move my eyes. Yeah. Do I raise this eyebrow, this eyebrow? Yeah. Do I widen my eyes? Do my pupils change shape or that? Does your forehead scrunch? Yeah. And, yeah. You know, all these little micro expressions within the, the main face, how I inflect There's, my voice. 3D dimensional or 4D dimensional. Right. What's my body posture like? Yes. There's 4D dimensional messages coming through versus a 1D. Yeah. So over text, you're never going to be able to convey oh. all that. Uh, no. The only way you can do that is when you can <laughs> use a GIF of two guys feeding each other cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> from so I, I, from I, Josh's can, wedding. Can I, can I, and from now on when I text you, can I tell you exactly what I do with my body? And Please reactions don't. and how I like I'll put in my tone of voice. Do you know how long that word. will take you to, you know. <laughs> to type? Well, that. I just want you to know what how I'm saying it. You know, I don't well, want from, you to misunderstand from, me. from you and Josh. <laughs> for the most part, I take it as do 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 do, and then <laughs> I, I try to filter it down to serious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but okay. Anyways, regardless, that's off topic. There, uh, Joshy boy. Anything else? Any other initial thoughts on this? No. Josh, Josh is like, no. I mean, I mean, it's just any Christian could con- convey something to someone negative just based on how they bring it to them. Bring, bring, bring the message to them. Yep. So you can judge someone without them even knowing you're judging them. You can judge someone without even intentionally judging them. It's all about how we speak. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, what, what, what so is the un- unintentional bias is what you're telling me. Well, no, no. Like, I can sit there and... I, I, you know, yes, unintentional bias. Yes. <laughs> so, but I don't want to say someone's biased in something I, as much as they are uh, neutral on a thought. I, but I, the other person can perceive it as being biased. Right. And that, and that's that, the that's, unintentional. Okay, yeah. Yes. It's you're trying to be neutral on the thought, but or on, on whatever you're doing. But how I'm perceiving it might be a completely different way. And some of that might be because of uh, some past interactions I've had with you. Or maybe if it's my first time meeting you going, Oh boy, great! A crazy white-haired or blonde-haired, blue-eyed guy. He, he believes in eugenics. Here we go, and then I'm learning. <laughs> you know, just put those put those things in there. So it, there, there's different levels on that, but yes, I, I know what you mean. So, all right, I got I got an, I got initial notes from both of you now. Oh boy, congratulations! And you both actually gave me about the same amount of notes. Sick. This will be interesting. Oh, no. oh boy. <laughs> why, why do you both go, oh, boy? Uh, I, honestly, I, I don't know. That's just become a normal reaction. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's, Over the years. <laughs> but you remember, uh, remember our Wednesday night friend oh. from yesterday? What? A Wednesday night friend from yesterday. Later. That was fun. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm sitting there going, <laughs> you're what? <laughs> Because the, the way you said it, uh, just, mm. I think I'm going to have to make that the ep- the name of the episode now. What? <laughs> Our Wednesday night friend from yesterday. <laughs> Perfect. I, I was like, what? <laughs> Anywho. Um, wow. That. <laughs> Did that derail you? <laughs> count on Josh for a derailment of epic proportions. Yep. It always works. Okay. Judgment. Let's start there because yes. there's a lot to unravel there. Oh, I know. So, 
and I, and Josh kind of already hit at one of the big points, and I'm glad he did. So that means I didn't have to hit on it. That mm-hmm. means I didn't have to be the one to try to go into it and open up that can of worms. Good job, Josh. And, and, and it was the thought that as Christians, you don't judge non-Christians. You don't imply, apply your standards to them. To them. Um, because to Josh's favorite phrase, if you think about it, which you have said recently, Aaron, so you can't, know, you can't roll your eyes. I know. But let's, let's think about it this way. Aaron. Yeah. You're friends with Josh still in this fictional world. But Josh, instead of growing up with the parents he did, grew up with atheistic parents. Uh-oh. Chances are, guess what? We're going to have conflicting Well, you're views. going to have conflicting views, but the things that you know in this world, Josh, the things that he does now, the the, the go to church, the, um, you know, tries not to, you know, do the, he does the churchy things. Okay, yeah. let's put it that way, just to cover all the bases, right? <laughs> right. Um, he's, in this world where he grew up with atheistic parents, more than likely, guess what? He wasn't going to be doing that. Mm-mm. Because a lot of how you react and respond and your religious views are shaped when you're younger by what your upbringing is. Now, there are exceptions to that. There are exceptions on both sides where people who maybe grew up in the Christian church reject it and then go off on their own way and do their own thing. Or people who grew up in a non-Christian church, they get involved with the youth group or something happens where they are brought into the church and they start going that path. Okay, so I'm not saying just because... Josh or whoever has parents that don't attend a religious service of some sort will never be religious. But the chances are that if Josh was to grow up in one of those situations, which was not church-based, he would act exactly non-church-based. Now, the same thing could be true for me or you, Mr. Johnson. You know, we grew up in not a church environment. We would be doing what everyone else that we like. We look at them and go, uh, really? <laughs> You're doing that? Disgusting. <laughs> and, and it just comes down to that little factor of that, you know, we look at that and we're like, what's the difference between, the, you know, us now and us them? The fact that we grew up in church and does that make us any different from who we are? Does that make us any less valuable as a person? No. It doesn't matter what has happened, what we have done, what has gone on. Just because of the fact that we, we, we walk these different paths doesn't make us different as a value. Okay. Yes. No. Maybe so. Okay. Um, no, I agree. Okay. So then going on to the next step then. So if, if we can agree on that, right? The next thing is, let me ask you this here. Uh, both of you, actually. How many times have you been convinced by someone getting in your face and telling you how stupid and evil you are? What? I don't know when that's happened. Oh, aren't you privileged? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Imagine then you're doing something wrong, Mr. Johnson. Wow. Okay. Let's, no, let's do this. Imagine yesterday. I've done anything wrong. Imagine yesterday. You're enjoying a drink. Yeah. Okay. You're not getting hammered. You're you're not, you know. What's fun in that? (laughs) You're you're not doing all, you know, anything stupid. You're, you're enjoying a nice birthday drink. Okay. You're enjoying your Johnny Walker, whatever, blue, mm-hmm. 100 or whatever. Okay. And all of a sudden, out of the corner, pops someone. <laughs> I'd be freaked a little bit about that. Okay. But they are very ultra conservative and they get in your face about drinking a drink. Uh, what does that do? Do you immediately go, yes, you are right. 
I should stop drinking? Or do you kind of <laughs> naturally fight back a little bit and go, go away, you demon spawn? Yeah. <laughs> Second of those two options. Yep. <laughs> Brewer, how about you? Maybe ask this a little more realistically. Maybe you don't want to answer this, but do you respond better when Amy yells at you about you doing something stupid and wrong? Or do you respond better when she goes, hey, Josh, maybe this is dumb. Or maybe this is going to hurt you. Ooh. Point two. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> exactly. We don't like it. Additionally, and this is all humans, religious or not. We don't like it when we're told and just what's wrong. What's wrong? No. Okay. You know. Mm-hmm. No. What are you? What were you gonna say? Go on. No, I have to pull it up. I'll pull it up, and okay. you keep going. Okay. Uh, fair enough. So, I you have you know people who feel like they need to be judgmental to everyone. Okay. Uh, like we said, you know, within the church, that's fine because you're trying to uphold each other to the, to the standards set forth by the Bible and by Christ. And that is, that is its own separate process and everything. But just to a general lay person that is not part of the faith, you being judgmental is not going to do anything but maybe drive them away. Um, I like this website, what they said. They said, very few people have been judged into life change. Many have been loved into it. Mm. I do like that. So, it, you know, it's not going <laughs> to, you sit there, pound them over the head with what they're doing wrong in their life. A, that doesn't build up trust in that relationship. And they're never going to trust you. And they're never going to go, why should I care about what you believe in then? Hmm. They're always going to be defensive around you. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's very true. Because they're never going to want to open up with anything either. Yeah. And then they see you as you were talking about, um, uh, with the Holy Ghost Note story about mm-hmm. how those people then can be seen as uppity. Yep. You know, <laughs> yeah. they they yeah. always need to be this judgmental person that's always looking down at, at them for doing something wrong, whether that's smoking a cigarette, chewing tobacco, drinking an mm-hmm. alcoholic drink, not going to church on Sunday because there are people who do that, you know. <laughs> no, I'm saying that judge people. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's funny you bring that up because – now that like church services are going to start to be opened, yeah, I kind of enjoyed not, I <laughs> not going to like I I miss the fellowship and meeting up with everybody, but like being able to sleep in on a Sunday morning and then still have the sermon just play on your computer when you wake up is lovely. <laughs> oh, oh no, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I think all of us have enjoyed the low extra sleep on Sundays. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> I haven't enjoyed the lack of sleep on Thursdays and Fridays and Saturdays. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the low extra sleep on Sundays are nice. Yes, uh, but I mean, I you know, if again, you know, like your mother, right? If she came into your room on Sunday morning, is like, you're not dressed yet. Get up and get dressed. You know, you wouldn't be like, yes, mother, I love going to church now. You'd be like. <laughs> Fine. Then you're going to be in a crabby mood all morning. Yeah. And then, yeah. Mm -hmm. You wonder why little kids don't like to go to church anymore. Well, not just little kids. People in general. People in general. They feel like they're being judged there. Now, that, that brings up a whole other conversation then. You know, what happens, you know, when you have a church and let's say you're in a church that doesn't perform gay weddings and that. Or... Is in a very, uh, I guess you could say, racist southern area, <laughs> you know, where mm. where it's like ninety nine point nine 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 percent white, just 
You look yeah. out and you see bleach white rice everywhere. And they're, and they're like, oh, wait, no, that's people. Um, that's yep. mini Josh's everywhere. And you just, <laughs> and you have someone who's different than your church demographic come in. Mm-hmm. Again, and that different could be anything from a smoker to gay to they're a different um, skin tone. They're right. They listen to different music. You listen to heavy metal. You listen to screamo. That is of the devil. Someone walks in with a tattoo. You know, all these things that we, I guess, as a Christian culture, we have homogenized over the years on how we kind of expect people to behave, act, dress, talk, think, listen to music, media to engage with, activities to do. And then you have people that come in, especially now that you have younger people who are exposed to all sorts of things, especially at a young age, and they're coming in and they're like, I like to do X, 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 Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. And you have the older people in the church go, oh, you play drums. How satanic. <laughs> Would that really, well, I, I don't know how many churches are, I guess, still like that, but like knowing the church that I've been going to, they're very much so on the, they don't like drums a whole lot. This, like, this place didn't like drums either. either. Well, yeah. And that's like, when, when I've gone up and played, I guess, well, it's not just me. It's anybody who really digs into it. Like, drums are okay. But as soon as you start, like, getting any, like, sort of loud, then it's just like, this is getting scary. Yeah. It's like. It, it's really? changed. <laughs> but they're judging. <clears throat> They're actually transferring the judgment of their hatred of drums onto the person who engages in playing the drums. Right. Which is, A, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, you want to have a whole discussion on drums and percussion. That's a whole other conversation not to be had here. But the fact that they're, you know. Tying pe- that to the individual. Well, not even that. Yeah. The, you know, people will go like, okay, well, that's fine because it's Christian Christian judgment. You know, oh, and, and it's like, oh, okay. it, it's like, yes, it is, but it's. Not anything in particular about a biblical standard. Yeah. Nope. At, at this point, the concept of um, unity on what's covered in the Bible it, it comes up and liberty on what's not discussed in the Bible. In other words, if the Bible covers it, we should be united on that. You know, we're, we're, you know, baptism, communion, Christ, Holy Spirit, you know, the core theological components of mm-hmm. the faith. But things where we diverge on stuff that isn't explicitly covered, then at that point, we just have to go, okay, we don't know the full answer. And until then, as long as they're not willfully sinning, you know, Aaron is not up there having pornography play on his drum set while he's playing. You know, he's not projecting (laughs) pornography onto his drum set. Okay. I'm going to get, I'll get a, um, a rap of that now. Put it on my kit and go play at church. So, I mean. That would probably be a pretty bad idea. Yeah, that would be a bad idea. Yeah. But I'm saying, you know, you're not explicitly sinning. You're not explicitly saying, here, young guys, look at this thing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're not doing that. You're playing right. drums. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, we have gotten into that mindset of anything that is different than the way we think it should be should be judged into oblivion. And the thing is. Guess what? That's outside the church, too, that it's like that. Oh, yeah. So I, let me ask you this, Mr. Brewer. Oh. 
I was waiting for me because you're facing my direction. I, I know. I know. Because <laughs> I've been looking at him. I, I, I do that to catch him off guard sometimes. What would you do with a cigarette person in Aaron's, that Aaron was talking about? The guy who asked if I wanted to smoke? No. no, no, no. If he you buy him. Smoke. He wanted to smoke. So he asked, he asked you if you could buy him one. Random guy you've never met walks up to you. Hey, buy me a smoke. I need a smoke. Help. Help a brother. I help. would just tell him, hey, man. Sorry, but I'd rather buy you something more beneficial. What's if, more beneficial if, than a cigarette? If, how do you how do you word it? It's one of those it's one of those things that nobody prepares for. It's like, hey man, can you buy me a cigarette? Um, I try to say, I'm not gonna say I'm going to say because I can't promise I would say it if somebody came up and asked me. But I would try to say something along the lines of I would if I'm gonna buy something for you, I'd rather buy something more beneficial for you. Like what? Okay. Food. I'd rather buy food. What what if they're food. like, I just had a good meal at home, but I you ran out. Cig- I, I, I just ran out of cigarettes while I'm out here. Because <clears throat> that is a uh, kind of a calmer, relaxes you a little bit. The nicotine and that. Uh, I'd, yeah. I'd say, I'd still say, I'm not not looking to to buy someone a pack of cigarettes. Try somebody they, else. They they don't they don't do anything good for you. And if I'm going to spend my money on someone, I'd rather do something that benefits them. Okay, but smoking benefits me. As I say. What if it would benefit them in the way that it would help them with their craving because they are addicted to it, so therefore they are suffering minor withdrawal symptoms. I'd rather buy them nicotine patches. Do it. All right. You'd rather buy them nicotine patches. Because that's one of the ways that you use to help get yourself away from cigarettes. Unless yeah. unless you're at my previous job and they still penalize you, but regardless. Oh, um, really? Yeah, yeah, but regardless. Um, okay, so question two for Brewer. Uh, no, so I said Brewer, not you. Well, by the way, remember what these are because they're both they're all coming to you. Um, <laughs> you're you're walking along the street, sir. Mr. Brewer is uh somehow in a band or something. Let, let's pretend he's in a band. He is now famous. Nice. This is gonna make famous. <laughs> no, no it won't. <laughs> um, and you you know, you get done with your concert or whatever, and the guy walks up to you and is like, Man, that was a great concert. And he hands you a cigarette. Share one. Not, I'm not talking about like illicit drugs of any sort. Not weed. Nothing like that. Just a standard old cigarette. And he offers you one. Somebody offers me a cigarette. Yeah. It's like the same question. But mm-hmm. reversed. No. So I'm in a band. Someone comes up to me. After the show. Says, you know. Hey man, a here, here, take the cigarette. Yeah. Have a cig. If he asked me to have it with him. Yeah. That's I'd, pretty much, yeah. I'd say, um. No, thanks, man. I, I I don't smoke. It's plain and simple. Okay. If yeah, you can't respect me for something that I don't do. Now, would you then stay there while he enjoys the cigarette, or would you just kind of like meander away? I'm assuming that I probably would be outside the building, walking towards something at that not outside the building. Let's say you're thing. just meandering around outside, just kind of like relaxing after you got done with your set. You're just I like, would I would. Continue moving, moving around. I wouldn't stand next to him. Okay. No, I think Aaron's judging you right now. <laughs> I mean, I would stand next to him, but I wouldn't like. I don't know. It's like it has to. I, I the variables here too. It's like, are you just standing outside waiting for someone? You're just kind of like trying to relax a little bit after after your set that you just got done with. You're you're all kind of jazzed up and 
the guy just up. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy's like complimenting you on your set and he's a fan obviously well, he's constantly talking to me see these are variables paul that we need to put at the beginning um <laughs> it's the whole if he says hey man you want to smoke like nah man that's good I, I i'm good thank you though i don't i don't smoke he's like, well then let me tell you you did a good job tonight and i was like oh okay then i would sit there and talk okay I would sit there and talk to him. Right. I wouldn't not talk to him because he's smoking. Right. Obviously, doesn't get out much because he doesn't know how conversations start. <laughs> I have coworkers that will go outside the building and smoke. And if I'm out there and they want to talk, they just random thing, random question. Mm-hmm. It was just pop, just a chat while they're smoking. And I've I've stood out there and smoked, uh, not smoked, uh, talked with them. So he will take the smoke. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Only um, if Aaron's lips touch it first. All right, all right. Just like that cupcake. <laughs> and those fingers Wait, on what, the cupcake. What? I'm keeping my fingers to myself. <laughs> Hands oh, to yourselves. <laughs> uh, again. Again. How many times do I have to say it? Amy's, Amy's the beard. The beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I wish you anyone could see me shaking my head right now because <laughs> it's wow, <at> that level. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh. So both of those questions over to you, Mr. Johnson. Me? Okay. Well, ugh, as far as buying someone a cigarette, that's we. Part of me would be like, yeah, sure, but then the other part of me is like, well, why? I mean, you just need money for them, then I'll give you money for them, but. If you want me to get them for you because you can't get them, like, legally, then I wouldn't really want to get them to you. Mm-hmm. Then you can get them however you, whatever other way you get them. Right. So, yeah, I guess if that's, if the, if the case is he can't legally purchase them for himself, then it'd be like. Let's say legally they can. Legally they can? Yeah. They, they, they just they, need money for it? Yeah. Like, then, yeah. I'd, like, I'd something it. happened and they lost a wallet or something. Yeah. Then, yeah, I'd give them it back. Um, but. Well, and then it's kind of, uh, I guess, I don't know, because me, for any of you that don't know this, I mean, I enjoy cigars every now and then. This year has definitely been an increase in smoking cigars for me. Um, look at Josh shaking his head over there, already disappointed in me. Hey, you're coming supposedly Wednesday night, so s- shut up. <laughs> I don't have to smoke. You're going to be secondhand smoking. <laughs> I'll wear a mask that... Takes out the smoke. Okay. All right. I'll be waiting. For and then I'll hold my breath when I take a drink. Anyways, go on. So, I mean, I'm definitely not somebody that's like, you know, oh, I wouldn't get you a smoke because that's bad for you. Well, granted, smoking cigars is quite a bit different than smoking cigarettes for the most part. I mean, I don't inhale cigar smoke because I was always told you're not supposed to. But, um, yeah, I'd. Buy him whatever, and if you wanted to hang out with me and have some smokes, probably do it. For the second question, um, I guess I'd probably, I mean, I might take it. I don't know. It depends on what mood I'm in at the moment. Or, because, ah, I mean, I've had a cigarette before. Well, not a whole, I've, I mean, I've puffed a friend's cigarette before. And, I don't know, it wasn't awful, but it wasn't a cigar. So... Uh, at that point, I'd be like, well, if I had a cigar with me, I was like, well, thank you, but I'll just smoke my stogie. But then that, you have to have the time for that. You have to know if you have time to smoke one. So would I? Maybe. 
Maybe not. I don't know. I'm not against that. But this kind of makes me think of the time when I went to an August Burns Red show. And I got there early, as always. And I came across, I was walking, and I saw their tour bus. And mm-hmm. there was a guy sitting outside the tour bus smoking. And I went up to him, kind of nervous, because I was like, I don't want to like approach their bus and then have him be like, what the heck are you doing? Because... I didn't know all the details that were going on for the day, so I want to ask him if he had any idea of what was going on. So I went to go talk to him. And guess who it was? It was Adam, the guy from the, oh, okay. in the uh the um podcast. Well, the guest in the podcast. Oh, he was, you were the uppity person, judgmental person, weren't you? No. <laughs> no. No, I I I just I wouldn't put out that death stick yeah, Adam. What the heck are you doing, Adam? It's yeah. killing you. Anyway, um, no. <laughs> uh, so I went to go up and talk to him and he didn't really know what was going on either as far as like stuff for the, the fans, but <laughs> it was, it was, it was really, it was kind of, it was a fun time. He's a really cool guy to talk to. Um, but yeah, the one funny thing he, well, I guess not really funny. I don't know. But I was, once I found out who he was. I was like, shoot. I was like, this could open up so many other questions I could have for you. He's like, well, you got the life of this cigarette. I was like, <laughs> dang, <laughs> that's not going to last that long. So, but yeah, I don't know. It, I wouldn't be against having a cigarette if someone offered me one after a show just to relax, hang out. But at the same time, I probably would lean on the more side of not. Mainly because I've just always been a cigar guy. I like cigars. Okay, but do you necessarily have to take the cigarette in order to... You can politely decline the cigarette and be, yeah. just be like, whatever. Like Josh was saying, yeah. you know, he would do. It's a, I don't choose to smoke that normally. So, well, yeah, cho- there's I, that. I choose not to smoke either of those, but... I remember one time you said you might do a cigar. I uh, Yeah, that, that, I that, that's, that. that's still a might. That's still a might. I, I haven't... I haven't fully said it will Decline. never happen. Right. But there, there's no time limit on that. There was a time limit on, on the motorcycle. On the motorcycle thing. Yeah. <laughs> there was no time limit on that one. So I don't know. And because, you know, when you're, I'm trying to think of why, I don't know what it's like to be in the band to go on tours and stuff and meander around. I hope I do something. Well, I just meander around after mm. anything. Right. Because I, after, I always, after you did finish that job interview, after. Oh. Man, after I finish a job interview, I want to go home and do nothing. <laughs> I don't know. Because um, I always, like, I, I always, like, get hesitant about, like, when I'm at a show early and I see, like, a band member from one of the bands out walking around. Yeah. Like, yes, I want to say hi and go talk to them. But then, like, do they ever get, like, really annoyed with that? So then I don't want to do it. But I was like, if I was in that their position... I'd be like, yeah, sure. But then yet again, I'd never gotten that. And then I probably don't get it nowhere near as much as I do. <laughs> so okay, it's okay. Like, ah. you are way overthinking this, sir. I know. <laughs> um, That's what I'm good for. So how I would answer this, uh, the first one, would I buy whatever? You know, if I had, like, if I'm, if I'm just out and about whatever, you know, it's like, if I have the cash, I'd be like, Look, I can't go and get them myself because I, either hey, I got to go somewhere or something like that. But I was like, look here, here's some cash, a couple bucks. You know, I, I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna care about if it's bad or good 
for them because let's be frank and honest here. The amount of crap I eat, <laughs> it's right. probably, it's worse than right than, than, than the cigarette probably will ever be. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all going to die in some way, some shape yeah, or not, form. You're not going to escape the. You know, uh, it, this isn't like um, I'm buying him heroin. Okay, <laughs> buying him heroin well, is a whole okay. other different thing than buying him a cigarette. Yeah, one is or, illegal or, or a cigar. <laughs> well, one's illegal and one and you know both are addictive, but one is really going to mess you up, especially if you overdose or get uh, something right. cut with uh, something to make it cheaper. It's going to be potentially really bad. bad for them and potentially at the same time deadly. So there, I see that as that difference there, mm-hmm. you know, and where is it again, coming down to that, that principle, where is it that I should judge what someone does as long as they're literally not breaking the law, not harming someone. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they are harming people. They're, harming everyone. they're giving other people cancer. Okay. Greta. <laughs> um, you know, they're not harming Anything else besides maybe themselves and polluting a little bit when they throw their butt somewhere. If, yeah. Don't do that. Throw it away where you should throw it away. Yeah. But most people don't. No, Let's be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, so I don't see that as there's nothing in the Bible that says thou shall not buy someone a cigarette. <laughs> you know, instead, there's other stuff in there about, you know, hey, you should tithe. Uh, you should put God first. You should put, you know, love your neighbor. As yourself, you should, you know, if I look at it this way, I'm like, if I wanted something, but I go buy it and it's not harming someone. Yeah. And I think that's one of the big things that we're seeing in that conflict between the church and non-church. And I like how this website put it. Um, Like there's a lot of Christians that they might have friends that are unchurched, but they treat them not as a friend, but as a project. Ooh. Mm. That's a problem because what's built into that? It's just pure judgment. What you're doing is 100% wrong all the time. You need to change everything on how you're doing it to how I'm doing it to be better. And people, when they, when they even get a, a hint of that, that you're a project, just call them it quits. To be mm-hmm. fair, Aaron was a project for me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but. He his pro, the project portion was secondary to it. Right. The the project portion was secondary. Like I said, you could be a homeless, whatever, <laughs> living over a bridge. You call okay. for help, and I'd say, okay, what's up? You could be high on heroin and meth, and you know, currently hooked up to the machine, and call and say, yeah, yeah, I want to do something different, or need somewhere to stay or whatever. I'd be like, okay, yes, mm. there there was part of that where I. I was especially with you at the time when you were younger, <laughs> trying to keep trying to at least guide you on some path, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. I'm only going to guide him on the path, and if he doesn't ever, then cut him out. Mm. It wasn't any of that. Mm-hmm. Whereas what what you're finding with a lot of people who kind of make people their projects, it's you either as the project make progress or you're gone. Right, then you're not worth putting up with anymore. Yeah, that that's not how relationships are. No. Relationships are built on trust over time. They're built on intimacy. They're built on sharing shared experiences and conversations, whether you agree with them or not, you know? And so that's why, yeah, I would be like, 
hey, look, I have the cash. Um, here, go, 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 grab some. You know, mm-hmm. enjoy, have fun. <laughs> you know, it's not my thing, but hey, cool. Right. You know, it, it's not gonna hurt or kill any of us faster. Who knows? We could be hit by a meteor tomorrow. Mm. <laughs> so that's where I would do that. I wouldn't be like, I'd rather buy you patches. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Josh can have his. <laughs> I love Josh's reaction. He's like, everyone's judging me. <laughs> so there's that. Judgmental um, Christians. <laughs> um, now, the second one, if someone offered me one, like whatever yeah. and be like you know what nah. it's not my thing but if you want to chat hey i'll stay here yeah you know i'm not a fan of the secondhand smoke but i will be willing to step into that to have that conversation right and i think as christians maybe we need to look at some things here on uh, where we don't need people to step into our playing field and maybe we need to step into their playing field maybe we instead of saying you need to come to the church to find god to get better, to make friends, to blah, 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 blah. Maybe we need to find a way to go to them. Mm-hmm. I look at uh, companies such as Triple X Church. They went to the people they were trying to serve. They went to porn conventions and set up booths there. Mm. You know, wow. they, they had their wives with them and all that, you know, and, the, you know, and there was a lot of accountability, but they went there because they were trying to build relationships with uh, people in the porn industry and being like, hey, let's partner up and say how bad this is. And they actually ended up partnering with a porn star and they made a video together about the dangers of porn, hmm. especially for young kids. Wow. So a famous porn star teamed up with them, even though he didn't share their same beliefs about Christianity and everything, but he believed that porn for kids was bad. So he's like, let's make a video together, a PSA video. And they did it with like puppets and <laughs> it was a little awkward at times, yeah, but, but there was nothing like everything was like appropriate for like uh, 10 years plus, mm-hmm. you know, nothing inappropriate in the video. You know, you wouldn't want to show it to like a, Three-year-old, they wouldn't understand anything other than puppet. Right. I guess I'll try and show my nephews. Or not. Um, <laughs> kidding. Leave that to their mother and father. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Unless their mother and father outsourced the talk to you and then. Oh, that would be <laughs> awkward. Oh, no. So, you know, maybe the thing is, here's the thing. When we kind of isolate ourselves in the walls of the church. And say, you must come here to be accepted. It it puts everyone at that judgmental level. But when we do stuff like we go to where they are, we go to the homeless shelters, we go to the homeless or the food uh, pantries, the, you know, the soup kitchens, the sex shows, the, you know, (laughs) don't recommend going that unless you have heavy accountability, you know, but. You know, you go to those areas where the quote unquote sinners are Mm -hmm. at that point. You're not hopefully, hopefully now there are people who are going to go there and just like protest and hold up signs. say You are all going to hell again. That doesn't help. Going back to that whole concept of what motivates people more judgment or love. (laughs) Someone holding up a sign of you are going to hell 
is not going to motivate someone, but someone holding up a sign saying, hey, you are loved as a human is going to reinforce that at least for them. Right. And they're not going to yeah. immediately shut off that person. But by going to those places, interacting with the people where they are, not forcing them to come find us, but us finding them. What does that remind you of? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. does. Because he didn't wait for us to come. God didn't wait for us to come to the temple to find him. You know, it, it, during the time of the Old Testament, that in that intertestamental time between old and new, there was that sort of thing where the high priest could go in and, you know, they had the thing tied around them. So in case they died inside the Holy of Holies, you know, they yeah. could be pulled out. You know, at that point, we, you know, we had to go to them. But then Christ came and said, essentially, uh-uh, not anymore. That's not happening. And he came to us, crazy, sinful people. And he hung out with the crazy, sinful people, the tax collectors, and one of the most hated groups of people at the time. Mm-hmm. He hung out with Mary, the not exactly faithful woman. <laughs> uh, you, know, nope. you know, he was the ancient triple X church. He went to the sex workers. He went to the tax collectors. And maybe instead of us saying, well, we have to follow all these rules. We have to dress up to come to church. We have, which thankfully I had, that hasn't been a thing for me in a while, thankfully, because I hate wearing dress clothes. Um, (laughs) You know, but, you know, we have to sing this type of music. We have to have this type of instrumentation. We have to do these rituals, these sacraments, if you're in the Catholic church, these acts, whatever that is right? To be a quote-unquote good Christian because you're following the rules. You never swear. You never drink. You never smoke. You never have extramarital sex. You, you never do X, X, Y, Z, whatever it is. You do all that and you're a good Christian, but you step outside the rules once and all of a sudden, no, you, you, you need to be excommunicated out. And we wonder why the world deems us as judgmental when that sort of crap happens not only happens, seems to be the norm. True. It'd be one thing if it was something that happened once in a while. If you heard in the news about this church over here that said, uh, pastor screwed up once, you know, once they cursed one time, the pastor's not excommunicated and they're forever banned. You know, that'd be one thing if we heard that once in a while. Okay. But now what you're seeing is you're not seeing it on the news where it's like an excommunication, but you're seeing where people kind of like, turn their backs on others in the church and say, no, I don't want to deal with you because you screwed up somehow. And we expect then people from outside the church to be able to feel like they're welcome coming in. (laughs) Not entirely. When we're not even welcoming to each other who quote unquote have it together and are Christians and therefore (laughs) should be more forgiving to one another. And then you expect someone who has no idea how to behave in a church, how to act in a church, how to dress in a church, how to do whatever, you know, and each church is different on how they do things. Mm. And you have all that happen and they come in and all of a sudden you want them to feel comfortable. Right. You want the person who is a prostitute to come in and feel comfortable around all these people who are like this. That's what I said. Sometimes maybe we need to go down to where they are. And make it really known that, hey, you know what? We're just as screwed up, as sinful, as messed up as the rest of you. And we have no right to say that we're any better than you or you're any worse than us. Because honestly, that's what it is. And don't make people projects. Love them for what they are. Mm. Whether you agree with them politically, 
scientifically, whatever, where you agree with their taste of music, their mode of transportation, mm-hmm. the alcohol that they like, if they smoke or if they don't smoke, if you agree with how they raise their dogs, if you agree with the movies they watch, if you agree with the websites they visit, be they as long as they're legal. Let's keep it at that. Everything's <laughs> legal. Everything on board here is legal, you know? Right. Whether or not you agree with any one of those things does not matter in the full context of things and should not hamper your ability to have a relationship with someone. And that's why we see so many people feel like Christians are judgmental because of the fact that, holy crap, you know, someone does something one time that is outside the realm of the expectations of how Aaron expects people to act. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he, you know, it, they feel like they've been written off because they messed up one stupid time. Did you ever find that verse you're looking for? Oh, well, it was <laughs> mainly had to do with, you know, someone, uh, I probably have this in a, maybe I don't have this quite right. Okay. But for whatever reason, I started thinking of like Proverbs and thinking of the thing like, well, this one verse, the second half of it says, fools despise wisdom and instruction. So I'm like, how do you help someone? If they are doing something that's destructive to themselves, it would be beneficial for them to stop. How do you try and help them with that or help them see that okay. without them just obviously at some point thinking like, ugh, getting sick of you and then just brushing you off and not wanting to do anything with you anymore. It's like, ugh. Because I feel like there's some things that are just kind of common sense that are, they're just bad for you. Shouldn't be done. Well, honestly, like for like me, like get it, like looking at porn and stuff like that, like that's just bad for my health. One, so it's just like that's something that you should be hopefully get off of or get away from. Which thankfully we have our lovely ever yeah. accountable thing, which, which is done. Which, by the way, now you'll amount. be receiving um, screenshots from my development machine now too. Uh, yeah, but anyways, go on. Okay, so but no, I mean. Yeah, like there's some things, and I guess, I don't know, it's, it's not, well, that's because it's not illegal for that, is it? Well, as long as you're not like looking at child porn. Well, yes. No, that, yeah, that's yeah. what I said. Keep, keeping it all above board legal stuff. Yeah. You know, and in the United States, um, there is nowhere that I know of where it is illegal to look at porn in your own home. Mm-hmm. In public, yes, that'd be an issue. Yeah, that's that's a problem. That that's a whole other question at that, yeah. at that point. But if you're in your own home, not looking at anything illegal like child porn, as far as I'm aware, there's nowhere in the U.S. where that's right off the laws. And I guess going into a much lighter to- topic, it is even. I mean, it can even go as far as just like food habits and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, granted, <laughs> <it's> not, <laughs> I guess I don't know. I probably wouldn't really call it wisdom, but just general knowledge of hey if you take in so much and you don't do anything to like work off anything or you just eat junk food all the time you could probably use a hand in getting out of that a little bit at least just for your physical health obviously you don't want to come off as ju- judgmental right so, so it's like how do you lovingly help somebody with something that they might not see at the moment but could potentially see okay let, let, so uh, let's take this in a couple of phases here then. All right, all right. Let, let's look at the pornography one, okay? okay. First. So pornography, we got that one. Um, the assumption 
for this scenario, okay? Mm-hmm. All Christians, so like like reality here, the three of us, right? We can point at the mental and physical health issues, right? Mm-hmm. We could also be like, hey, Aaron, uh, you know, and, and not do this in like a very harsh way, but be like, hey, look, you, you're on the worship team. You hmm. say you're a Christian, right? And then I, we can go, okay, let's look at the Ten Commandments. It says, shouldn't lust. Mm-hmm. Okay. And be like, look. Oh, yeah. And be like, look, not that we think you're a horrible person and should go die in fire now. <laughs> but, <laughs> but hey, maybe now we try to help one another. Get you, that off of that. Yeah. You know, and, and we all know it's not an immediate thing. It's not something that just goes away in a second. You know, it takes time. It should, though. Yeah, that'd be nice, right? It would be. <laughs> but let's take this a di- to a different direction. Mm-hmm. Josh is a non-Christian, and he's a drug addict. And you Sorry. have developed a friendship with him as a Christian. And you are concerned about him and his drug habits. A little bit. What would you do to, A, not only show him you know, that you're concerned about him, but you know, encourage him to get the help he needs? What are some of the things that you could do? <laughs> Shoot up with you? Is that what you're trying to? I think that's what you're trying to say. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, that is not a good method. That just hurts me. <laughs> so one thing I would suggest is, A, make sure that your friendship and relationship is on proper footing. That you're not just doing it to change him. Mm. You're not his wife. His wife already changes him. Let his wife change <laughs> him. You're just his friend. I love how Josh is agreeing over here. Yeah. It tells me some things are How am I supposed to say no? <laughs> she has trained you well. So first off, make sure that it, that relationship is being done for the proper reason. If you are trying to do this relationship of just trying to change and save him, it's wrong. Because the next part then where you have that conversation with him and you don't have to sit down and be like, we're going to talk about you going to rehab. <laughs> oh boy! You know that—that's not usually what. If you start off a conversation like that with uh, addicts, they're not going to be receptive to that because that's scary. It that's is. a change. Oh, for sure. How do you start off that conversation then? Instead, you start off with Josh. I love you, man. These are you know. Look, we've been friends for this many years. We've had these adventures. We've done this, done that. Talked about these things. I've enjoyed having you around my life. And, and you hope at this point that they're kind of reciprocating a little bit of that too. But then, you know, once you kind of get the lovey-dovey out of the way. I love you, man. You know, be like, look, I'm concerned. I, I'm seeing some destructive behaviors. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, you know I'm, I, this is what it, you know, this is the Josh I know. And this is the Josh when he's on the heroin. And I'm, they're two different people in the heroin Josh is not a fun Josh to be with. And you don't immediately go, you must go to therapy, you know, whatever. You'd be like, look. We're fixing you up. Yeah, be like, look, I, I care about you. I want you, you know, express your concern for them and be like, I'd like to help you to be able to get better. You don't force them. You ultimately have to leave that decision in their hands. Because if you force them, they are going to resist. But if you leave them in that decision ultimately in their hands and you let them decide where they do or not do not want to do that. Yeah. You hope they make the right decision, but that's not always going to be the case. No. You know, and the thing is that you have to remember is when you have those conversations, you tell the person, look, whether you decide to, you know, seek help or not, 
doesn't mean I'm going to just discard you at the side of the road. I'm not going to buy you your heroin. I'm not going <laughs> to, you know, you know, if you go, I need money for food, you're like, maybe you'll buy the food and drop it off, not give them the money because that might turn <laughs> into heroin. <laughs> that might turn into heroin. But you'll, you do that sort of stuff. A, you're showing that you still care. You're still making sure that they're being cared for, that they can still eat. You're just not giving them the opportunity to be able to turn that cash into the heroin, you know? And so I think that's kind of what, you know, it's maybe my interpretation of how that works is, you know, it's the fool just kind of rejects everything. You know, they're, they're rejecting all instruction because they want to go along their way, but the wise will accept instruction. And then maybe it's not always instruction. Maybe it's gentle prodding and nudging mm-hmm. in the case of Josh or in the case of, you know, you and the porn, it's the instruction of, hey, this is what the Bible says. You says you say that you want to live this way. You're not going to be perfect, but let's get steps in place to go that route. Right. Now, obviously, you both in both these scenarios have choices on wh- how you're going to respond to it. If you're going to respond in a way that is positive or respond in a way that is purely negative. And ultimately, those decisions come up to you. Because I have a choice. But it is the other person's responsibility to do it in love with his, with no judgment. Trashy boy. Yeah, Your I know. Turn. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm switching things up how I do this a little bit to kind of catch Josh off guards while he's buying things. <laughs> what are you buying now? Uh-oh. Okay. I'll tell Amy. <laughs> uh oh you got a wife that tattles on you and a wife that lives with you <laughs> on to the bad christian portion because aaron was like bad christians too da, da, da. <laughs> it, it does tie well into the judge judgmental right. stuff um and i guess like the big question is you know why is so back to your your, I guess your description of what a bad Christian is. A bad Christian is one who maybe displays Christ badly, essentially. Because Christian means many Christ, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, yeah. So being a bad Christian means you're displaying Christ badly. You're, you're a bad representative. You're a bad figurehead for Christ to the general public. And the reason I say this goes back into that judge, judgmental territory um, is the fact that, you know, you... you us as Christians, if we're kind of sitting in our own little ivory towers and we say, you must come to me in order for Christ to forgive you, come. Oh, gosh. You know, yeah. it, it, A, that's creepy. B, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it makes it feel, it, it's, it, to the rest of the world, it's like we're superior. Yeah. You know, so, which isn't the case. Mm-hmm. We're just as screwed up as everyone else. But mm-hmm. Josh, uh, my question was to you, what are your thoughts on on, on that the idea of being a bad Christian, how we display Christ at times. Then, what what goes through your mind? What what's your thought flow with that? What just go? It's an open topic. Or let me ask this a different way: What do you maybe think of quote unquote bad Christians out there that are you know doing, let's say the charlatans, the faith healers, the you know who say you know send us all this money and we'll send you our little packet of miracle water, which will heal all your th- ailments oh, and all that stuff. You see, know, people see. who are representing Christ in a bad light to the general public. Ooh, good old miracle water. Now, that's a two-parter, and you just asked. 
Oh, trust me. I could have asked like a five-parter. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so in that segment, you just said, um, are they representing them bad on purpose? Are they rep- representing them bad unknowingly? Are they representing them bad to abuse it? Got three questions there. So technically, we're all bad Christians because all we all sin. And those of us that proclaim us as being a if 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 you don't tell people around you that you're a Christian, are you a Christian? If you're not making sure that people are identifying you as Christ-like motives, Christ-like actions, Christ-like thoughts, Christ Christ-like love, if you're not trying to make sure that people <sighs> okay, I, so so that first question you asked. If you don't tell people around you that you're a Christian, are you a Christian? Yes, and that's where I that's where I stumbled on my words. Okay, that's, technically, I, that's why I want to give you a chance to, to and say, that's where, restate that's where, that. <laughs> if you if you're not if, if you're not allowing your exposure, if you allow yourself to be exposed to God's word, the fellowship, uh, worship, uh, uh, other people, other Christians around you, that exposure of Christ will start breeding Christ-like actions, thoughts, emotions through you, and that will come out. That's what I meant. If you are not, if your body language, if your love uh, for Christ is, now granted, people can go through dry times and they can lose that and they can go through rough patches in mm-hmm. their life. And, you know, technically, like I was saying, all Christians are bad Christians because at some point or another, somebody has identified us as somebody who sees ourselves aligning with something greater, more powerful. And we have a way of life that we choose to live to honor that. Okay. So at some point, somebody has identified us as that and has seen us done something that we have spoken out against, or they've heard us do something that we have spoken out against. And at that point, technically in that time, we are not representing Christ the way Christ wanted us to represent him. He doesn't necessarily want us to be sitting there speaking and glorifying his name. And then we choose to go and get drunk. He doesn't want that. But do we stumble? Yes. Mm -hmm. So in a sense, we are all bad Christians because we all stumble, regardless if it is something that we intentionally do it or if it's something that we, technically everything's intentional. But by intentional and what I'm saying now is there's a difference between walking to temptation and temptation coming to your doorstep and you not having the proper uh, safeguards in place that allow you to fall back away from temptation and opening your door and just temptation come in. You know, so that's, that's, that's what I meant by that. So um, now the other way you have people that abuse uh, a Christian, they try to take our money because they know other Christians and other Christians that may not know as much or other Christians with different denominations might have different things. Right. Like the whole holy water thing. Some people believe that holy water is, uh, is something that is still true to this day. And some people don't ever believe it. So you have people that believe that, okay? Okay. And be people that believe that, you know, you can buy it. Yeah, you, know, you can get it. They use it to wash their face, wash their feet, or drink it because they feel like it gives them. So you have people that abuse it, bad Christians, or manipulators. And you have people who um, uh, will sit there and, uh, hey, hang on, hang on. I haven't, I haven't been up to date. I don't remember. But was the Ku, Ku Klux Klan ever aligning themselves with Christianity. They have the cross. But uh I know down the south for sh- yes. So then you have those bad Christians that just take it a wall. 
Yeah, and, and to be fair, you know, in our past in America, there have been certain sects of Christianity that they use the Bible to promote racism. So I'm not saying that Christianity has a perfect past or history or anything like that. Um, you know, and it unfortunately has been twisted in some ways. And that is true for any religion denomination, but that is something we have to be mindful of that that is the true, you know, that is something that has happened in the past, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You know, and they, they they saw it as following the Bible, their interpretation of it by being racist, which isn't the way if you actually read through it. Um, the fact that, you know, it says that, you know, we are to love one another. Loving one another is not segregating and enslaving people. So, I just, it, generally speaking, we're all bad Christians. It just comes to the motive of that person. Are they choosing to manipulate or are they choosing to walk the way they should and they occasionally stumble? All right. Mr. Johnson. Yeah, what's up? What's your thoughts on that? About being you, a- you can either respond of, to Josh's comments or the whole concept about bad Christian, bad Christians in general, or however <sighs> you want to do that. Well, those whole um, water thing, buy this and yeah. you'll be cured of whatever. That's Peter Popoff. Yeah, that stuff is disgusting. Yeah, he, That's he, just a way for him to make money. He 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 he's been um exposed as a scam artist before. Uh what was in the in eighty six he was exposed as a scam artist for using an earpiece to receive radio messages from his wife because what he would do is people would come up, you know, to be at these healing sessions and be like, Oh, your name is this and you have this disease and da da and he said it was revealed to him by God. But what was happening is his wife had the information that they did research on beforehand. That's my stuff. That's you know to promote himself awful. as this awesome faith healer when he was just Fake. yeah th- yeah, and now he's the one that's selling that miracle spring water. That's like see, it's like drink this and you'll get a job. Drink this and you'll get money. Drink this and you'll get healed. Get drink this and man, there's a I feel like there's a special place in hell for that dude. Mm. I know we want there to be, but unfortunately, we know there's just well, there's just I'm trying that. to think of. Uh, <sighs> There was something I was reading in the Bible, but I was talking about, you know, for those that like, well, it's dangerous. Well, maybe that's someone that's, maybe I misread it or I'm misunderstanding it now. But I was talking about for, it's terrible for someone to either ruin or damage someone's faith. Yeah. No, it, it is. And but, yeah, it as far as it doesn't yeah. mean they go to nerd layer of hell. No, no, no. Yeah, as far as that goes, yeah, no. By but, the way, quick trivia question: See if either of you know this. I won't. Where does Peter Popoff's water come from? No idea. First time I heard of the guy was just now. So just take a guess of a horrible place the water could come from. A horrible place the water could come from. Does yeah. it come from his toilet? Okay, he, he's oh. guessing toilet. Josh is catching toilet. Uh. <laughs> careful what you guess I, I, i'll put it this way he cla- his tears he, his tears <laughs> so he claims that those who drink this water are protected from the effects and any detrimental things in this water 
because the water comes from a spring near Chernobyl. I was going to guess. I was going to say Colorado Springs, but no, Chernobyl. Sure. What? What? Yeah. Chernobyl. Chernobyl, Russia. Yeah. What Boom. happened there? Big nuclear explosion. It's nuclear. The water, water is potentially radiated. <laughs> so it's 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 one way to kill people. Sick. So he claims it's special water that's protected from the nuclear radiation. <laughs> Where do people get these ideas? Like, does he think he's like legit? In his own mind? Probably not. He's just doing it for money. But okay, here's the I thing. So. He's going on TV saying that he's a televangelist. He's a Christian. He's here to do God's work. But he's just... He's just looking for a way to make himself some bucks. Yeah. Yeah. That is pretty infuriating. Infuri- in, yeah. That word. Infuriating. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There's so many... So many different, I guess, yeah, there's different people that are bad. I guess you could say, yeah, I can be on the same page as Josh to say, in a sense, we're all bad Christians. But the only thing I would say that separates us from the others, like freaking. The motive, the intent. Yeah. It's what do we choose to do after our mistakes? Do we try and correct them and, you know, I have that accountability, and that's, man, I I think that's one thing this year that I've been also sort of getting myself out of a comfort zone, which now that I think about it, like, maybe I'm not, (laughs) but because, like, like, I'll try to be an open book for the most part, Mm -hmm. but then there's, I I don't know, there's, like, probably more, more, like, personal, like, it's like sins and whatnot that I don't necessarily want to expose with people. One, because I just don't want them to know that that's going on. But then at the same time, it's like, get over yourself. Because uh, um, I don't know why it's been on my mind, but it has been. This is at some point just throwing it all out there for anyone and everyone to hear. Just all, just anything about me. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> that's scary. Yeah. Isn't it? There's a lot there. (laughs) I'm sure there's even some skeletons I don't know about. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. There's probably some skeletons I don't want to know about. Let me just say this. Some things are better left unsaid than others. And there's a reason why the Lord says, come talk. When he (laughs) says, come talk to me, he doesn't mean talk to Josh. (laughs) No, yeah. I I ain't doing that. Anyways, go on. But like, because... I feel like it shouldn't be, well, I feel like it shouldn't be so hard to open up about just about anything because it's, I mean, we're all in a sense the same in one way or another. Might not all have the same struggles as everyone else does. Right. But nonetheless, we all have our own personal thing. So it's like part of me just doesn't care at moments or wouldn't care at moments because it's just like, you know what? This is just where I need help. And if someone can help me here, then I'll just tell people until I find someone that can help me. So, <laughs> so like, there's that mindset of it. But then, I mean, because, I mean, reading, oh, I can't, it's probably James, but talking about, you know, we we're supposed to like confess to one another and keep each other accountable. And it's like, if you're not doing that with people, then you're never going to get, you're never going to get better or help. over it. Yeah, I mean, yep. you, obviously, you can go to God with anything. He I mean, he knows what's already happened, anyways. So it's like, why not go to him about it? 
because it's like he's already like, oh, I see that. You gonna talk to me about it or not? Kind of thing. It's so it's it can get to a point where it's almost easy to just be like, oh yeah, it's just between me and God. Yeah. But then that problem is never gonna go away because you're never gonna try and get the help for it. I mean, obviously you can ask God for help and He'll help you, but then you have to be willing to take steps that He would want you to take. Which I mean, He says He wants us to talk to one another and keep each other accountable. So, so that's I, one of the things. So I see all this as hallmarks of. And I put in quotes, a good Christian, someone who's trying to change sure, yeah. and keep keep themselves in check, mm-hmm. you know, but like you were asking earlier, what do you do with a Pompeo, you know, type person? A what? A Pompeo or whatever you say this person. Pop off. Pop off. What do you do with a pop off? You know, what do you do? What do you do with, you know, someone who is blatantly like that? You know, and I think that, you know, that's where. And this sounds horrible. I would say someone who is that false of a teacher, you almost have to go that, and this sounds horrible, that divisive route where you have to literally say, no, they are wrong. They are horrible. Mm-hmm. They, if they are a true Christian, do really believe in Christ, you know, they're still a brother. They're wrong, but Christ is going to have to deal with them. But here's the truth. Here's the reality of things. I mean, because it's it's not easy to do that, you know. If, no. if, if Josh all of a sudden goes off the deep end and starts, you know, preaching about how I don't know, I'm trying to think of something that Josh would believe in that would be help that'd be weird. <laughs> he starts, t- but he starts preaching heresy. Let's say, mm-hmm. oh, I know. In order to be saved, we have to drink his blood because he Ooh. is the reincarnation. Of- Ooh, I I could get poppers to poke a big enough hole. <laughs> okay he started doing something like that at that point it has to be like josh look love you man but you're a little on the wrong side and a little on the crazy side and that's where you have mm-hmm. if you have that personal relationship you can sit down with them and have that talk now obviously if we didn't know josh and we saw crazy josh tell the evangelist over here saying order of vows of my blood today <laughs> it'll come coagulated <laughs> you know if he's doing he's doing that you know at that point we have to go we don't know the guy, but uh-uh. he is wrong. Don't listen to that, man. And this is why he is wrong. Don't send him death threats. Don't send him hate oh, mail. Gosh, no. You know, don't do these things, but don't follow the advice of someone who's wrong like that. Because mm-hmm. stuff like that does call out, it is a bad Christian, you know. And stuff like that, I think what we need to do is when you come across something like that, when it, it's someone preaching heresy or Popoff selling his water from Chernobyl or anything like that, it's in the appropriate way. So you're not like just straight on attacking to attack, but you're trying to do this as gracefully as possible. You're like, that person is wrong. Mm-hmm. They should not be listened to. They should not be supported. Don't need them killed or anything that we're not going that far, mm-hmm. but say, Calling them out, especially if they confess to be a Christian and, and you're a Christian as well, and you're just saying, stop it. You're wrong. Stop doing this. Because the, as much as they may not realize, as much as maybe we don't all realize, as Josh kind, Josh kind of alluded to, we all represent Christ on, on a daily basis, and we all are going to mess up in certain aspects. Part of that is just our humanity, and that's never going to change. But when you have something so blatantly obvious like spring water from chernobyl or blood of my veins drink it right 
Mm-mm. That needs to be called out. And I'm not saying I'm going to put Aaron on the air and him cuss out Josh for a half hour. <laughs> Do it. But I'm saying maybe have Aaron go, here's point by point on why Josh is wrong. And instead of attacking him at the emotional level, you attack him at the factual level. You, Because honestly, guess what? That's where it's going to hit more. Because Josh is going to probably go more for that, intel- not that intellectual, that emotional side of things. If he wants people to continue following him. Like you look at Popoff. He's showing videos of, I drink the water and I got checked for $7,000. The next day, I drink the water and I got a job for the next day. Da, 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 da. You know, he's going for the emotional. He's going for the people who are desperate, who will do anything to get out of the situation they're in, especially if it's financial related. Mm-hmm. You read some of the articles, or not articles, the emails he wrote. He says, this is... These are direct quotes from some of his emails. Obey God in sowing a seed of $27. If you have to borrow it or let something go for a few days, do it. Psalm 3419 is the key to unlocking your miracle provision. Open your checkbook and write a check in the amount of 3419 and write my miracle seed in the memo. I feel led to God as his prophet of prosperity to ask you in Jesus' name to uh, sow a seed with the number eight in it. And the seed God showed me is $28. Don't let Satan talk you out of sowing this $28 seed of new beginnings. Try and write back within 24 hours. There are further prophetic instructions I must share with you when I receive your worthy portion offering of $33. As God's profit of increase, I am directed to ask you to sow a seed of $40 and on and on and on. And people like that need to be called out because those are really the ones. Because reality, like when I talk to my family and that, Guess who are the Christians they talk about? Those pop-offs. Don't be the reason that someone else is going to look at other Christians and say, no thanks, I don't want any part of that because that person's just an idiot or that person believes in drinking our people's bloods or that person is 100% rude all the time or that person is always cussing out a storm, abusing their children, cheating on their wife, and then they go to church the next weekend and they sit on the deacon board. Mm. Don't be that person.